Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Words of Heart. In today's episode, we have the privilege of speaking to Pastor Alicia Pitts. Hope I pronounced that right. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It's a privilege to be here, and you pronounced it correctly. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So, Pastor Pitts, um, do you mind sharing with my listeners a bit about yourself and or your story in any way? Um, Yes. um, As you so well put, I am Reverend Alicia Pitts. I am a five-time author, Christian speaker, and mentor. And I always like to put this disclaimer out there that I have many gifts but much responsibility. I'm also a police chaplain for the Millville Police Department. I am the first Afro-American female um, police chaplain. So um, I definitely believe in serving the community. I definitely believe in serving the community. Um, I am one who have overcome a lot of obstacles, a lot of childhood trauma. And I was able to do that through my spirituality, through my faith in God, um, which has brought me to a good place where I am today. Wow, that is incredible. Um, speaking on the fact that you are a reverend, um, and I've, I've dealt with this when I was younger, obviously God picked a different path for me. Um, did you receive any backlash from any... Um, churches because I know some people have a problem with females being in a particular leadership role um I didn't have any problems and I guess it's it's because of the sect that I dealt with um I personally I mean I've dealt with several different I guess you could say denominations but the denominations that I dealt with Um, They believe in women preachers. So I can honestly say that I haven't had any backlash in that sense. Now, there are times where, you know, people will see me. I may put something up like on my Instagram page like a couple of days ago and and someone um, made a comment about a woman shouldn't be in the pulpit. And um, of course, me being who I am, I didn't even exert any energy in addressing it only because I know uh, without a shadow of doubt that God has called me to to do what I do. And um, just like Jesus, the, the scripture says, um, Jesus, he responded, he said, if you don't believe nothing else, believe for the work's sake. So, and that's how I will put it for myself. If you don't believe that I'm called, then just look at the work's sakes. The work speaks for itself. Exactly. The best source of information is scripture. That's without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, so you mentioned you've written quite a lot of books. Are you in the process of writing another book? I mean- um, right now, um, well, I just released um, my fifth book in December, and it's entitled Memoirs of a Pastor, The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. I'm not perfect. I'm only human. So actually right now, um, I actually kind of like produced two books in 2020. Um, I released a book in May of 2020 entitled Homosexuality is in Heterosexuals Relax. So now at this point in juncture, I'm actually working on, on a 
on creating a online course for one of my other books that I dropped in 2018, which is entitled Let It Go For Your Sake, Forgive. There's another way to live to keep keep going back to love. So I'm actually creating the online course that will accompany um, that book. Now, that particular for- forgiveness book, it is a workbook. So there's self-reflection exercises in there and also critical thinking exercises as well in that book. Interesting. Um, speaking of self-reflection, um, considering this pandemic um, that's going on right now, do you mm-hmm. find yourself reflecting a lot during these troubled times? Well, I've always been a person that does self-reflection even my preaching messages are self-reflection I'm a firm believer many times people try to be a hero to someone else when they themselves need to be saved so in order for us to impact our communities and our cities and and the world at large it starts with us so once we get ourselves together as Jesus told Peter when thou art converted converted go strengthen your brother i can't strengthen anyone unless i'm strengthened myself and so um so i've always dealt with you know always trying to evolve and and better myself um you know looking at myself first looking at the man in the mirror just like michael jackson says i'm asking him to change his ways right and so (laughs) so it's important that it, it just starts with us and then we are able to to go outside of ourselves to make that impact that needs to be in the earth. Interesting. I can understand that. Um, I had to do a lot of inward um, reflection as mm-hmm. well during this crazy time. Um, just to give you a little bit of background mm-hmm. on myself. Um, I got diagnosed with diabetes about a year ago, which just so happened to my diagnosis was when the pandemic decided to get worse unfortunately Mm -hmm. and obviously going through a major health condition of any kind during um this virus is really fearful and possibly life-threatening because Mm -hmm. the virus obviously hadn't had a vaccine yet at that point but instead of freaking out which obviously anyone could have done Mm -hmm. um I saw it as God's way of giving my life more purpose and giving me another chance to live my life. Yeah. Because the alternative was simply not being here. That's how bad of a condition I was in. Of course, right. I didn't know it was diabetes related at the time. Okay. Okay. So. Yeah, and, and, and and thank God you, you, you looked at it through a different lens, right? Some people may would have got angry at God or, you know... Uh, began to to kind of like charge God foolishly but you looked at it as look okay there's a there's a greater purpose in this you know God has allowed this for for some reason and because he's allowed it I'm I'm going to uh um learn what I need to to learn out of this to to find out okay God you've allowed this now what is my purpose um in this whole ordeal right and if it well, obviously me being diagnosed was a a mess a massive blessing because hey, I'm still here. Yes. Yes. But um everything that's come out of this diagnosis is a blessing as well. I've explored more interests and in different sides of myself and mm-hmm. 
I've been able to really do what God has called me to do, and that is to be vocal and use the power of my voice for good. Yes. And from there, I obviously started this podcast. So, <laughs> having diabetes in a nutshell was probably the best thing that could have happened to me, even though many people don't see it that way. Right, right. It's kind of like, you know, as they always use the, the uh, analogy, you're either going to look at the glass half empty or half full. It's all about perception. It's all about perception. Right. I'm trying to think of another question for you. <laughs> um, you talked about your book. Mm-hmm. You're a pol. You said you were a police chaplain. Is that correct? correct. Yes, correct. Um, I work with the local um, police department, and I'm actually one of 17 chaplains. But um, there's only two females, which includes myself. And um, our job is there. We are there for the police officers, and so. Um, before COVID hit, we did ride-alongs. We went to police briefings. Um, and also, we do a lot of things in the community, different things that they may have going on. Um, they have this thing um, now that they're doing, which is like a neighborhood walk um, within the community where we go where the homeless may be posting up at. And we, we walk around, um, you know, give out whether it be food, water, whatever, having a conversation, maybe um, uh, pointing them to different sources that they can go to if they have not already in order to get the help that they need. Okay, wow. It's really, I'm just blown away because you are just an incredible human being. Oh. <laughs> and you've done so much. And- I am I am who I am by the grace of God. There's a scripture that says it is it is God that he puts it he puts it in us to do of his good pleasure. So I can honestly say that uh it, if I was left to myself who knows what I would be doing, but it's it's something that he's put in me. It's it's a passion uh uh of mine that he's put in me um that i'm able to do to do what i what i do as i said earlier many gifts much responsibility um and a lot of times we have different giftings and we think it's all about us but no it's about someone else just like you said you know about you having the diabetes and now you're doing this podcast you know if you was never doing this podcast our paths would have never crossed so um, it, it, it's, 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 it's a bigger picture. You know, like I said, with my childhood trauma, being molested at the ages of 7, 11, and 14, and then being held by gunpoint by one of my molesters, had I not gone through that trauma, I wouldn't be able to help someone else that has dealt with rape or molestation. If I've never was bullied or never experienced self, uh, um, never experienced rejection, then I wouldn't be able to counsel the men and women that I'm counseling um, now in in dealing with self-esteem and low self-acceptance. Right. Um, Because, and and you touched on this perfectly, 
um, using all of our experiences we've undergone in life and using those experiences to help others. Yeah. And that's exactly what I'm trying to embody as myself personally mm-hmm. and with my podcast in general. Yes. So I thank you for touching on that. Uh, not a problem. And, I, and, and, you know, there's times people will ask, you know, would you change anything about what happened to you? And I would honestly say no, because here it is again. Who better to, to speak about a particular subject than a person who has gone through that process, right? I can talk from head knowledge all day long, but when I speak from experience, it comes across so much deeper why because now as you are talking to individuals they have someone that they can relate to right um that that someone could empathize because they have walked through that walked through that process so um again i realized that i didn't go through all of those things just for me but there was a there was a greater purpose which is to, to reach people, even dealing with the forgiveness book. You know, I've had to forgive people for so many things. So who better to write about the forgiveness, about the book than, than the person who has actually gone through that process, right? And so, um, it, you know, it's just important. And it's another thing um, that you said. Uh, many Everybody has a story, but everybody's not willing to share their story. And everybody can't share their story if they have not been healed, if they have not gone through that process. That's how I'm able to talk about the molestation and just different things that have happened to me. And I'm not emotional about it because I've been healed. I'm in a place of wholeness. So now I can I can I can talk without shame, without guilt, without condemnation. And be, and be able to help someone to say, look, okay, this individual has gone through all of those things, and and they're they've come out on top. You know, they're 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 in a place of joy. They're in a place of happiness, not depression, right? And um, all these different things. Then surely there's hope for me. You know, surely I can come out. You know, and so um, it's, it's like that saying goes, uh, reach one, teach one, and and and, and that's what we have to do. Right, and um, as you're explaining that, I'm probably reminded of my favorite Bible verse, which obviously was the first Bible verse I had to memorize when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and that's Jeremiah 29, 11. Yes. God has a plan for you. Yes, yes, and, 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 and he, he, he specifically says, he says, I know the thoughts I have concerning you. They are good and not evil to bring you to an expected end and hope. So there's things that happen in our lives that, uh, uh, like, you know, for instance, you know, you're getting the diagnosis of a diabetes or whatever have you. And like you said, to some, that would be negative. But God is saying, I know my thoughts concerning you. They are good and not evil. God is not out there playing a trick on you. You know, life just happens, right? Life is going to happen. In, in life, you're going to experience good. In life, you're going to experience bad. But one thing is for certain, two things are for sure. When you have Christ in your life, 
you're able to handle those negative situations better, right? There are some things that happen to people. People will turn to drugs. They turn to alcohol or they begin to be promiscuous and all these different things. But when you have Christ in your life, number one, he gives you that peace that surpasses all understanding. Hell can be all around you but you're at peace, right? Because you because you have faith in the God that you're serving. And, and I don't know about anyone else, but there's no way that I will be without Christ in my life at this point in juncture, right? People, you know, death is all around us, you know? And, and, and so to have the peace of God that surpass all understanding when, when we should be nervous or we should be anxious and worried when you have that peace of God, you're at a calm because you know God has all things in control, right? Nothing happens for by happenstance. And there's a scripture that says, he says, all things work together for the good of them who love God and who are called according to his purpose. So I'd rather be on the Lord's side, right? I, I, I'd rather suffer for doing good than suffer for doing bad. Because there is a difference in that as well. Yes, yes. I completely agree with that. Man. <laughs> God's definitely speaking to me right now. <laughs> awesome conversation. <laughs> um. so, so, so what's ringing true to you? You said the Lord is speaking to you right now. So what's ringing true to you? Um... That uh, that and how do I put this? Everything that you're saying is ringing true with me. Um, mm-hmm. Especially how if you're gonna actually the part where you said suffering for good, mm-hmm. that's the part that kind of um, struck out to me because I never. Um, Cause I know we, um, everything is through the glory of God, obviously, but mm-hmm. I never saw the part as suffering for good. But as you're explaining it, I realized that in the darkest of circumstances is when the light is truly revealed. Yeah. So, yes. When you put it in that context, at least for me, that's, I'm able to understand um, your point of view a lot more clearly mm-hmm. when I break it down like that. Yeah, and I'm thinking of basically all the other things that I have gone through, and um, <laughs> I know I mentioned my diabetes, mm-hmm. um, and I also mentioned this in a, a another podcast interview this past week. Um, that having diabetes wasn't really a stretch for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to share this with you as well. Okay. Because <laughs> I feel like you're going to um, feel connected to it because obviously God has called us for a greater purpose and to use our gifts. And I'm just going to share this with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, for the first two years of my life, which would be when I was born, I couldn't hear or talk. Oh, wow. So, yeah, that's not um, knowledge that many people know about. Mm -hmm. Um, So as far as going through all types of struggles and health deficiencies, at least for me, I am on that. I'm 
understand that whole entire spectrum of being different and mm-hmm. not like everybody else but God was um at the um foundation of pretty much everything in my life and mm-hmm. especially when I was born I mean obviously it's a miracle that hey I'm talking living and breathing right so um God's really utilized me in such a profound way um like for instance this podcast I mean I'm pretty sure when I was one or two years old I'm like oh I'm gonna start a podcast right <laughs> like that's it's just symbiotic in a way that I didn't really have a chance to use my voice when I was born and now I'm using my voice in such a profound way that I never thought possible right so. Wow. Yeah, and, and that goes along with the scripture. He said it hasn't even entered into our hearts the plans that he has for us, right? Uh, we have a plan and then God has a plan. And um, his plan is greater than our plan. And so if you were to ask me 10 years ago, 20 years ago, that I would have accomplished and done all the things that I've done, I would have told you to shut the front door. No, that's I don't see that, you know, but, but his will is good. It's perfect. And it's acceptable. And a lot of times God through our trials and tribulations, certain things God pulls out of us that we don't even, we didn't even know what that was there, that we didn't even know that we had the capability of doing, whether it's negative or bad, right? Certain things that happen, the trials, pulls out of us it's like a you know it's a a test to show where we really are do we really believe god is our faith where it really needs to be so these things god already knows what we're going to do the thing is we don't know ourselves what we're going to (laughs) do right Uh, i'm i'm reminded of peter right peter sat up there and argued with jesus about how he wasn't going to deny him now, mind you, you're arguing with Jesus, the one that you said he's the Christ, the son of the living God. You sitting up here arguing with him, talking about, no, you're not going to deny him. But what happens when the cop throw, when the cop crows three times, it dawns on him. Oh, I did the thing that I said I would not do. You know, and I mean, he went to the point where he was cussing. You know, he denied Jesus three times. You know, now I don't I don't know the man and, and the people saying, You look like him. You sound like them 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 <laughs> You sound like that crew. But what I love about Jesus through that whole process is afterwards, you know, Jesus didn't point his finger at him and say, Look, I told you so. He just asked him a simple question, Peter, do you love me? And at first Peter was still being his normal self, right? He was full of himself. And he said, Lord, you know I love you, you know. And then after about that third time, the light bulb comes on and he says, Lord, only you know whether I love you. So that's where the, the that's when the change took place. And a lot of times, if we're not careful, we're so full of ourselves, uh, whether it be knowledge or wisdom that we missed the whole picture. We missed the lesson. And so Peter, eventually, he fi- it finally dawns on him, wait a minute, I was arguing with Jesus before talking about how I wouldn't deny him, yet I denied him. It finally clicked. Then he said, Lord, only you know, Lord, only you know whether I love you or not. Because at the end of the day, only you, only you know 
what I'll do, right? Because there are times we don't even know why we do some of the things that we do, but God knows. He 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 knows that his information, right? And so it's the same way with us. Like we can't get so self-reliant outside of God. Because as the, as the scripture says, it's in him that we live, we move, and we have our being. So I always like to tell people like this. Yo, you need to be full of God confidence, not self-confidence. Because at the end of the day, if God don't enable you or give you the capability or the ability to do what, you're, what you do, guess what? You would not be doing it. So it's God confidence, relying on God and not doing anything outside of him. Because when we do anything outside of him, that's when we fail. Yeah. I, that's that is really true. I'm trying to think of another question I can think of. Um, because we're getting close to the end of this really impactful conversation. Um Um, what's your favorite Bible verse? If you don't mind me asking, I'm pretty sure that's difficult. Um, <laughs> uh, you got that right. But one that rings true to me is first Corinthians chapter 12, verse nine, where Peter, I mean, excuse me, Paul, he has this thorn in his flesh and he prayed to Jesus. He prayed three times, Lord, remove this thorn. And Jesus response was my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. And so then the Apostle Paul, he says that he says, now I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Right. Because if I got it all together, then how can God be glorified through my life? But because of my my frailties, when God shows up in my life, the Bible says, let 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 your uh, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify God which is in heaven so because people know may know my frailties how God shows up and shows out in my life he is then being glorified because people are looking at Alicia saying I knew her back when but because of the works the light that is shining I know this has to be God I know that this is not of her own accord, that this is God and God. And so what happens is people begin to glorify God because of how God is working through you and the light that's being shown and the works that are being that are being done through you. So that is my most favorite scripture. You know, he said, I rap, he said, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. I even though I may be weak and I'm I'm human, I'm I'm restricted, right? I'm limited. Yeah. But here it is again. I can only do it through him. As the scripture says, I can do all things through Christ who what? Strengthens me. I can't do it outside of him. It is it is him strengthening me to do it. And if we're not careful, we can get the big head and we'll end up Sometimes we're wondering why we can't last through our test. And a lot of times it's because we're doing it in our own strength instead of doing it through him. It's got to be through him that it gets done. 
Oh, I love this conversation. <laughs> and you just quoted my mom's favorite Bible verse. And as you were talking, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, God, you're going to have to say the verse, aren't you? And you just said it. Christ strengthens Christ strength me through all. And oh, I love this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 So that, that, that's it. I'm, and, and, you know, to sum it all up, Jesus is the answer to everything. Whatever you're going through, whatever you're struggling with, it's in the Bible. You can find it in scripture. You can find it in scripture. And, and we've heard it time and time again, that the Bible is the most sold book in, in America. And, and guess what? It's the, there are people that have been converted. Their lives have been changed due to the word, right? The scripture says, heaven and earth will pass away, but the word of the Lord will stand forever. The the word empowers you. It strengthens you. Even through Jesus, when he was tempted in the wilderness, he had the word. He, he, He defeated the enemy, the devil, with the word. So it's important that we get that word in us because that's the word that's going to keep us and strengthen us when it's all said and done. Oh, well, unfortunately, we're at the end of this awesome conversation. And this isn't normal. Well, normally I would ask my guests to say something encouraging, but to shake things up a bit um, to end this awesome conversation. Do you mind um, praying for us? Oh, I have no problem. I've counted an honor to do so. Okay, let us pray. Okay. Heavenly Father, right. we thank you. We thank you for everything that has been said and done. We thank you, God, for Dion for allowing her to uh, have me on this podcast. We thank you for the listeners, Father God. And so, God, we're asking you, God, that whatever they stand in the need of, God, that you will meet their need according to your riches in glory through your son, Christ Jesus. We're asking you, God, that you would just order our steps through your word. Lead us and guide us in the way that we should go, God. Even look upon those bereaved families, people that have lost loved ones in the midst of this pandemic, Father God. We're asking you, God, that you would comfort them as only you can, Father God. And God, just help us, God, to be sensitive to your leading in this this time of this pandemic, in this time of this coronavirus. Help us to be wise in our dealings, in our movements, Father God, and, and, and let us be at peace. Lord, we know that your desire is not for us to walk around in fear, but help us to use wisdom. Help us to wear our masks. Help us to practice social distancing and also help us not to walk in fear because you have not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And Lord, we will speak well of you if you do these things. And we ask you to bring us back together at the appointed time in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the precious Holy Spirit. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. Amen and amen. And Dion, amen. Hey, Dion, I just want to say also, there is a free takeaway on my website. It, it, it is a, a free ebook on learning how to apologize. That is the other side of forgiveness. So if your listeners uh, want the ebook, they can go to my website at aliciapitts.com. That's A L E E C H E A P is in Paul. Uh, I, double T is in Tom, S is in Sam, 
www.thelordblessedkeep.com. The Lord bless and keep you is my prayer. Thank you for this space and this opportunity. No, thank you. The honor was... Ah, I'm like getting tongue-tied because this was a real <laughs> honor. But um, thank you so much, Pastor Pitts, for this honor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And to all my listeners, stay safe, stay healthy, and until next time. Thank you.